It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to Food for Thought with Billy and Jenny, brought to you by the Box Center. For more than 15 years, this dining duo has been eating their way through New England, mixing it up with top chefs, jumping behind the line of the hottest restaurants, and giving you the inside scoop on where to wine, dine, and spend your time. So get ready. It's Food for Thought, giving you something to chew on. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome into uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. And, uh, well, hope your summer is going well so far. Uh, we got a lot going on for the show this week. First of all, Romeo, who works on Kiss One Wait with us, uh, uh, is going to be joining us because he also has a, a juice bar at Station Landing uh, right down the street. So we'll be talking with him. And also, every year, the Pan Mass Challenge is one of the biggest fundraisers of the year uh, for Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. It is going to be happening again this year, but virtually. And not only that, to help with the fundraising this year, because, well, the Pan Mass Challenge is facing a bigger challenge than ever with the pandemic going on. Uh, so we'll see what it's going to, how it's going to work virtually, but also... Uh, they're launching a beer now in honor of the Pan Mass Challenge called uh, Closer by the Mile. So we'll talk with uh, Athletic Brewing, which is launching the beer, and we'll get all the information you need on the Pan Mass Challenge. But if you don't mind, uh, right now we're going to switch to beautiful Martha's Vineyard. And uh, I think I've got Gene on the phone from the Harborview Hotel on Martha's Vineyard. Gene, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Great. How are you? Uh, we're doing fine here. How are things on the vineyard right now, Jean? Um, they're great. I mean, the vineyard's a, a wonderful place to be right now. There's everyone's enjoying the outdoors, and there's lots of space. So um, it's coming back to life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had the honor and the privilege uh, to meet Eugene, along with uh, the Harborview owner, Bernard, uh, several weeks ago. I happened to be on the Vineyard, and we had a good time that night. And uh, I got to tell you, oh, by the way, I'll be back down there in a week or so. Uh, oh, that's great. <laughs> so hopefully we can uh, see each other again. But uh, I got to tell you, I was blown away uh, by the renovations at the Harborview Hotel, as if it wasn't beautiful enough already. Um, you guys uh, underwent like a two-year project or something there? Yeah, thank you very much. Yes, uh, there was an extensive renovation, over $15 million renovation. So all of the guest rooms in our two main buildings, the historic building and the Roxana building, have been completely renovated. All the common spaces, the restaurants, there's brand new landscaping. So people are really enjoying it. Uh, yeah, you guys did everything over up until uh, up to and including the rooms, but also the swimming pool. I want to get to all that. Uh, but mm -hmm. the Harborview has a warm place in my heart. I've been going there probably once, at least once, sometimes twice a year. Actually, one of my sons would have a hockey tournament in January uh, on the vineyard uh, when he was in high school. And we would go uh, down to the vineyard and stay at the Harborview and would always uh, have a ball. So did you That's folks, great. were you?
you folks planning the renovation before the pandemic? How did that all work timing wise? Yep. Uh, Bernard purchased the property um, January 8th, 2018. And his plan right out of the gates was to renovate the property. It was in need of renovation. It had been a while and he's very good at this and the design and, and his vision um, was amazing for the property. So he kept the, the historic charm, but everything feels modern and clean, and it, it's just so beautiful. So were, was the hotel uh, already closed when the pandemic hit? No. Um, actually, Bernard had um, was really a leader in that. He, two weeks prior to... Um, the state mandate to, yeah. to close hotels, he decided to close. He saw the writing on the wall sure. and he was just really concerned about the employees, keeping the employees and the guests safe. So two weeks prior, we shut down the hotel and the restaurant. And we've been just really working, staying positive, working on fine-tuning the menus and um, making sure that when we were ready to open that our operations would be smooth yeah. and everyone would feel safe. So we put a lot of thought into it and and guests are discovering it and really feeling really enjoying the facilities. Well, Bernard is a pretty unique individual. I mean, I got to spend some time talking with him at dinner that night and he was telling me a story, didn't he? He's an inventor, right by heart? Yes. He had over 100 patents on um, things for your home, like uh, dehumidifiers and fans and things like that. That was his original business. And um, he's an engineer at heart. And so even things like the menu, when in designing the menu, he looks at it like product design and all the food he, it has been tested and, and retested and it, it People are really, really loving the menu. We have a brand new, we have a new um, culinary director, Chef Hart, with mm-hmm, a very impressive mm-hmm. resume, and he works extremely well with Bernard in, in planning out every dish. All right, so we're going to spend some time breaking it all down. I mean, from place to place. We're going to talk about what happened with the restaurant, how that's going. We'll talk about the menu. I know the restaurant is named after Bernard's daughter, Bettina. Uh, We'll talk about that. Also want to talk about the villas and about that incredible penthouse uh, that you folks showed me at the Harborview. But just to give our listeners a little perspective on Bernard, and I, I don't think he'll mind, uh, but he was telling me about one of his patents where he invented, and this is just for perspective, Gene. You know what I'm saying? He in, right. he invented a filter, and AJ is sitting here. She's the producer of the show. How about this? He invents a filter. I think it was a filter, and it got bought out by Honeywell. Now, yes. do you have any idea how big Honeywell is? And here's Bernard sitting there with his little filter, and Honeywell 
finds out about Bernard and his filter and basically uh, buys the filter out. Anyway, that's just a little perspective on uh, the uniqueness of Bernard. Uh, we're going to take a break, Gene, but when we come back, yes, we're going to have you walk us through the brand new hotel as well as the restaurant <laughs> and the menu and the villas and, by the way, the incredible swimming pool area now. Uh, we're going to do all that right after the break. We'll take a break. Food for Thought comes right back. Stand by. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center. Pianta Dosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosaria Restaurant. Hey guys, we're back. It is uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here, and we've got a live connection, so to speak, to uh, Martha's Vineyard and uh, uh, the beautiful Harborview Hotel, and uh, Gene is still on the line with us. Uh, Gene, we said it was a two-year project renovating the entire property, so let's have you walk us through it. Give me some of the major highlights of the new renovation. Well, all the guest rooms have been renovated. So um, the first year we opened with uh, the histor- the main historic building, which overlooks the Egertown Harbor and the lighthouse. Oh, yeah. All the guest rooms have been completely renovated. So everything from the interior design, the furniture, the walls, the carpets, the bathrooms are spa-like. <laughs> they're, they're really nice. And, it's so funny because um, uh, I remember when uh, my, my friend Brian, who was also with us that night, uh, when he and his wife Mitzi got up and they went to the restrooms, they came back, they said, oh my God, the restrooms are amazing. Uh, yeah. And they, and they I know, really the are. the showers, the water pressure is great. Everyone says that. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, they could live in the shower in the in the bathrooms. Okay. <laughs> but um and the I... common areas have all been redone from the, the lobby, the hallways, the gym, um, and then the restaurants. So we have the teeny restaurant, which is the main dining room that has beautiful large windows overlooking the view of the harbor and the mm-hmm. lighthouse. That that was all redesigned and then we have the Roxy pool bar which is out back near the pool and the Great Lawn. So that's beautifully landscaped. Yeah, a quick look at um, the pool area. And again, I was lucky enough you guys took me on a tour, but the pool area kind of screams South Beach. It was like, it was just a really nice uh, change to the pool area. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's completely renovated, and so you got nice bluestone and beautiful plantings and cabanas. And um, we do love South Beach. So I don't know if that had any influence, but yep. So we have the Roxy pool bar and, and coming soon will be the the clubhouse with the Bettini's clubhouse, which is right behind the um, Bettini restaurant. What goes on at the clubhouse? Well, it's it's a lounge area. It was um, formerly the, the Roxana bar. um, And we've repurposed it into a lounge area for guests. Um, and of the restaurant and, and the hotel, and we just don't we don't have the lounge area open yet due to the social distancing regulations. Right. Uh-huh. But but it's a beautiful space as well. Uh, you know, you've talked about the veranda out front. It's a famous spot in Edgartown. I don't I don't think we've even said that the Harbor View is right in the heart of Edgartown on uh, Martha. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
this vineyard and the view is spectacular i mean you not only see uh the ocean uh but you see the lighthouse and you're also looking directly at chappaquiddick it's a magical porch i like to call it i think and it's amazing it how many really people is. will just and spend we have a, yeah. very comfortable lounge chairs out there and people just they stay out there from morning till night right. people start going on to the veranda at 7.30 in the morning and, <laughs> and everything's all spaced out so people feel very comfortable and you've got the, the ocean air hitting your face and this gorgeous view. You can't beat it. Well, you know, you were talking about the rooms have all been redone and I can't help but remember you brought us upstairs to a four-bedroom penthouse. Uh, give me some of the highlights of that baby. Yeah, so that's, you know, really... A VIP suite. It's it's so luxurious. It's a it, it's it's like a home. So that used to be the former former owner. One of the former owners of the Harborview Hotel lived there. Um, when he passed, we ended up you know looking at that space, and it it hadn't been used because it was his space for so long, and yeah. so it wasn't being rented and. Bernard took a look at that and completely uh, gutted it and put cathedral ceilings and it has a beautiful kitchen. There's an open concept with a living room, dining room, and then it has a deck off of the living room yeah, overlooking it- the view. It's got four four bedrooms all with ensuite bathrooms. Oh. It's pretty spectacular. Oh, I like that phrase. And we've on been able seat. to rent that a few times since reopening. Well, let me ask you uh, this, Gene. You know, we're mid-summer right now. Uh, do you guys have any, I don't think you'd need to in the summertime, but do you have any uh, specials going on that people should know about, package deals of any sort? Um, we do have some midweek specials, um, but honestly, our, our bookings have been very busy. You know, yeah. uh, over the past month, we started off with, you know, 39% occupancy. And now this weekend, we're going to be over 90%, which is amazing. Wow. That's really good news. Cause that's, that's a really good sign that things are coming back. I mean, 90% capacity yeah. is really good news. Yeah. And we've had, we've had guests who have booked for three nights and then just keep extending their stay because they feel they feel really comfortable and they're enjoying themselves. And so they're, they're extending their stay for a week or more wow. once they get to the facility. That's also good so news. That's been exciting to see. Uh, well, the show is called uh, Food for Thought. So now let's focus on uh, the restaurant. So it's Bettini, the restaurant inside the Harborview Hotel. Uh, I know Chef Hart is overseeing the menu. What is, uh, what is his history, Chef Hart? Um, he's our culinary director, and he was overseeing um, about eight restaurants in Boston and New York. Mm-hmm. One of them that the viewers, uh, listeners might be aware of is Oya. Oh, yeah. In Boston. <laughs> Get it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so he's very talented from an operational perspective as well as um, he's, he's a very talented chef. Mm-hmm. So. Um, people are really enjoying the the food this year. Uh, can you uh, describe the menu for us briefly? Yes, it's it's contemporary American with an international flair, and a lot of farm to table inspiration. So we've got um, sea, fresh seafood, um, but we also have you know like filet mignon. But some of the the highlights might be you know we have lobster two ways you know the classic way and then we also have um bees lobster a lot of people don't know if it's bikini's lobster or bernard's lobster but <laughs> <laughs> um it 
It's actually Bernard's lobster. It's one of his favorite dishes, and it has a um, like an Asian fusion to it. It's a grilled lobster, and it's mm. it's over lo mein, and it's got um, some bok choy. So it's it, it's really delicious. And you know the tuna tartare, for example, is not just tuna tartare. It's tuna tartare with a little caviar on top. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know. So and the bolognese is another popular dish, and. It's veal bolognese. So everything just has a, you know, it's casual, but but upscale in terms of the, the, the food. Now, I know the Harborview had a history of uh, Sunday brunch. Are you folks doing weekend brunch yet? or We are. Oh. On Saturday and Sundays, we have brunch. We have dinner um, seven days a week from five to nine. And then we have the Roxy Pool Bar menu that's available throughout the day. Now, I got to ask about well. uh, uh, Bettini, Bernard's daughter. The restaurant is named after her. How old is Bettini? Bettini's in her mid 30s. Yeah. And uh, what does she think about having a restaurant named after her? Um, she's really sweet. Both both girls are so humble, and they they're, I think they're very touched by it. Um, she had mentioned to me uh, last night, she said, You know, dad's so successful, and he's done so much in his career, um, but he always brings it back to family, you know. So, yeah, it's very sweet. So what's the other daughter's name? Roxana. And so she has one of the buildings named after her and then the pool bar. Roxy I was going to say, uh, thus the yeah. Roxy pool bar. Uh, all right, right. So now the Bettini and Roxanne compete at all in terms of, you know, w- which areas are getting more business or how does that all work? No, not at all. I mean, the venues are completely different. <laughs> Roxy pool bars. You know, uh, more casual poolside bar and Bettini is, you know, the core restaurant. Um, Roxana has the the building is na- the building is named after her with yeah. um, guest rooms, so they're it's very well, different. But I, the I, two girls don't they're very supportive <laughs> of one another. I was kind of kidding. A business, yeah, <laughs> I was kind of kidding. I was just looking well. to drum up some friendly family competition. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Gene, thank you so much. I need to know where can people go? They might be starting to make uh, weekend plans now or they want to take advantage of the midweek specials. Uh, what's the best place for them to go to? If they just go to harborviewhotel.com. Excellent. They can navigate to the dining page and and call, make a reservation. And they can also see some of the fabulous fabulous pictures and photographs from uh, from the property. Uh, right. Gene, thank you so much for coming on. I'll definitely do my best to see you guys. Uh, we're going to be down there for about a week starting August oh, 1st. Oh, that'll be fun. We but, look forward to it. Uh, but give Bernard uh, my best and uh, also my best to Bettini and to Roxanne and to you as well. And thanks for coming on the show. Thanks so much. All righty. We'll see you. Okay. Bye. bye. All right, we're going to take a break on uh, the other side. Romeo, who, uh, well, he's on the air with us at uh, Kiss 108, and now he's a businessman. He opened uh, a juice bar called Lives, named after his daughter, uh, which is at Station Landing right down the street. So after the break, we talk with Romeo. Stand by. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center, Piantadosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosario Restaurant. Hey guys, uh, welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Uh, we're going to get my friend Romeo on the phone in a couple of minutes. He works with us at Kiss 108 and just recently opened a really, really nice uh, juice bar called Lives down at Station Landing, which is literally right down the street uh, from the Kiss 108 studios. Uh, but the other day, uh, Jenny and I had the opportunity to bring our camera crews for Dining Playbook down to uh, Fenway Park and Lansdowne Street. AJ, you got to go. 
Uh, you know, obviously, things are different now. The Red Sox, this is opening weekend. They've got the Orioles all weekend out at Fenway Park. But there's a lot of curiosity, like, what's it going to look like? For instance, I happen to know, uh, because I work over at Nesson, that the play-by-play guys, uh, Jerry Remy and Dennis Eckersley and Dave O'Brien, uh, they're not going to be in the ballpark when they're calling the plays uh, on TV. They'll be in the Nesson Studios in Watertown. At least for now. Uh, we had Dan Shaughnessy on recently, who's, uh, you know, writes for the Boston Globe. Uh, and certain reporters will be in the park, but really spaced apart uh, within the park. And obviously, the game itself is going to look different. There'll be no, no fans allowed in Fenway Park. But that's why I'm here, to tell you how you can enjoy the Red Sox without getting into Fenway Park. They just launched, I think they're calling it, the Lansdowne Experience. And uh, during Red Sox games, all of the restaurants along Lansdowne Street will have outdoor dining, patio dining, and some of them will have uh, spaced seating inside some of the uh, the restaurants and or bars. And uh, think about it. On Lansdowne Street, you've got Game On. You've got the House of Blues. They have a roof deck where you can get tables and enjoy the game. And, uh, and you know, you'll hear the play by You'll hear the, the public address announcer now batting, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, so you've got Game On, House of Blues, Lansdowne Pub, the Bleacher Bar, which, by the way, uh, I don't know if you've been there, AJ, but the Bleacher Bar has an open garage door that looks right out onto Fenway Park. So now you're actually in the park in some way. Uh, but the Bleacher Bar is cool. Cask and Flagon, always cool for a Red Sox game. Uh, Loretta's Last Call, all of those places are offering tables and seating, you know, consciously separating. Uh, and uh, they're also going to have, I, I think, as many as 32 flat screens, LED screens showing the game. And again, you're right outside Fenway Park. One of the seating areas is called Under the Green Monster, where you sit at tables with your friends, spaced out accordingly. Uh, so I just wanted to share that with you because it is opening weekend. Let's face it, a lot of us Red Sox fans were wondering if we would ever see Major League Baseball this year, and we are, albeit a little different. But if you want to get close to the action, check it out, the Lansdowne experience during every game out at Fenway. We'll take a break, and up next, Romeo joins us and talks about his juice bar. Stand by. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center, Piantadosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And Rosario Restaurant. Hey guys, welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. Jenny's got the week off. Uh, I'm actually heading out on uh, vacation next weekend, so you may be having Jenny for the next uh, two or three weeks. Uh, anyway, I think I've got my buddy Romeo on the line right now. Romeo, you there? Vacation again? Oh, give me uh-huh. a break, okay? You try getting up at 3.30 in the morning every day, <laughs> all year long. That's a good point. You've got that cushy shift. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Well-deserved. I get it. I get it. And by the way, they moved your shift recently because you were always on, like, later in the day. Like, yeah, what is your shift now? I just wake up and I just, I don't know. I just, it's like a spin of the dice. And whenever I go on, I go on. But I, and lately I've been going on after you guys, right at 10 o'clock. From okay. 10 to 2. So you're like the 10 to 2 shift. What do we call right that now, in the radio yeah, yeah. biz? The midday? Midday, as we call it. Yeah. So you did something unusual recently. Uh, I And for the life of me, I can't imagine why you'd want to get in the hospitality <laughs> industry, uh, having been in the food and hospitality industry for years. But uh, you opened, uh, is it safe to call it, uh, Romeo, a juice bar? Yeah, yeah. It's a juice bar. So it's called Live Juice and Acai Bar. But you're right. Yeah, a juice bar. And it's funny. We just got off the phone uh, with Gene down at the Harborview Hotel. Uh, Bernard is the owner down there, and he named the restaurant in the hotel uh, after his daughter, Bettini. And, well, you named Liv's after your daughter, Liv. Yeah. Say hi. Hi. Oh, hey, honey. Now, does she get it that her name is on a legitimate business? Well, I think she thinks every six-year-old has a restaurant, so I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure it's clicked yet. Uh, So were you advised, like, uh, what were the conversations you had leading up to opening the juice bar? And by the way, it lives at Station Landing. And by the way, Station Landing, is that Medford or Somerville? So technically, that's Medford. Yeah, it's right on the line. People confuse it with Assembly because Assembly is right across the street. That's Somerville, but we're... Uh, we're station landing in Medford, right next to uh, Pizzeria Regina and Yogi yeah. and Kelly's Roast Beef. Oh, yeah, it's a hot space. Uh, but, yeah, yeah. but you opened almost at the same time the pandemic hit. That must have sucked. I can't even t- I mean, I joke about it now, but it's like I pretty much caused the worldwide pandemic by, with my bad luck in opening up a restaurant. So it, we opened up February 22nd. And then, I mean, you know, the rest, I mean, it, you know, yeah. pandemic started really getting serious, like in the beginning of March. So Wow. So uh, describe the space. How big a space is it? Do you have seating there or? Yeah. So so we got 1,700 square feet. Uh, we have seating indoors. Uh, we have seating outdoors. Um, we're doing a lot of pickup, a lot of takeout with this kind of weather. A lot of people are grabbing something at the, the cash register and, uh, you know, sitting outside. But we it, it, it goes hand in hand with this kind of weather. You know, we do oh, yeah. um, fresh fresh juices that are, you know, refreshing and these acai bowls that are packed. They're huge. They're filling and cool, you know, cool off with smoothies. And we have these gourmet toasts. So, you know, we, we got a really nice menu, but... Uh, you know, just a matter of getting people to come out now after uh, feeling comfortable with uh, COVID and all that. So you say gourmet toast. I'm guessing avocado toast. Yeah, avocados <laughs> on there. We got Greek toast. We have Nutella. We have a tomato burrata. Um, uh, we make our own peanut butter. We got a peanut butter toast. Really? And they're, I mean, they're huge, Billy. They're uh, actually we 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 deal with uh, Piantadosi quite a bit. Our boy. That's so, Piantadosi uh, Baking Company, where quality is the tradition. Um, you know, <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Uh, so this concept, was it yours or did it already exist and you jumped on board? 
So we kind of took uh, a little bit of a few different concepts. There's uh, people are familiar with Pressed in Burlington. Yeah. Um, and then there's some juice bars that are just kind of like small juice bars that just, just do juices. So I kind of, um, you know, pick, pick and choose the, the best of what I liked and left out what I didn't like from these places and kind of put it all together. So it's, it's a bit of a hybrid to answer your question. Uh, so how's business? We're doing all right. We're doing all right. You know, we're on Uber Eats, we're on Grubhub, and, um, you know, people are coming in constantly. I mean, anybody who's been there knows we're, we're always busy. It's, it's never slow. So knock on wood, I mean, it's, it's working. It, it gives me good hope because, I mean, if we've, you know, done this well kind of during this, this crazy oh, yeah. time, I think, I think we'll do all right once, uh, once everything settles a bit even more. Uh, well, you know, Romeo, years and years ago, uh, God, I've lost track of how many years I got into the food TV business. I mean, way, way back. And, and, and I did it and continue to do it primarily uh, because I have this tremendous appreciation for how hardworking the people in the industry are. Like, it's, it's amazing yeah. to me. So now that you're in it, was I overestimating or underestimating the hours and the work? I think you were spot on. I think you're spot on. I mean, I'm there every day, um, you know, as an owner, which, you know, a lot of people don't. I mean, they just, you know, they just hire staff and all that. And that's, that's on top of having a full-time general manager, assistant manager. And we have about 20 people on staff, wow. uh, you know, that are line workers. Um, there's probably about 10 to 12 people on any, any given time. And the work that I'm doing behind the scenes is just never ending. You know, Order, you have to do all the ordering, right? Yeah. So our general manager does the ordering, but I'm, I'm working a lot on research and kind of trends and, you know, then looking at the numbers and all that. I mean, the, the numbers and all that, honestly, that's boring to me. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm enjoying doing kind of menu creation, coming up with like, you know, cool new smoothies and things like that. I love doing that. So, well, but yeah, uh, it, you're, you're, you're dead on, man. It's, 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 countless hours you know well i've had you on food for thought now you have to let me bring the cameras in and get you on dining playbook we got to get that pretty face on dining playbook let's go baby get the get me in the makeup chair Come uh, on. <laughs> uh what are the hours down at live station landing so we're open uh nine to six we're open nine to six and uh like i say come on down grab something eat outside take it home whatever you want to do it you, you will not be sorry all right, thanks, buddy. Best of luck. We got to take a break. You know that. You know what that's all about. Uh, Pay the bills. All right, Thank we'll take a break. Thanks, Romeo. We'll be right back with Food for Thought. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by the Box Center, Pianta Dosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosario Restaurant. Hey guys, welcome back to uh, Food for Thought. Billy Costa here. Jenny's got uh, the week off, but we've got a packed show. Uh, the Pan Mass Challenge uh, is one. One of the biggest fundraisers uh, that happens in Massachusetts every single year. The proceeds go to Dana-Farber and the Cancer Institute. But like so many other fundraisers, like so many other events, uh, the Pan Mass Challenge this year, because of the pandemic, is forced to go virtual. And uh, to try to explain what that's going to look like, how it's going to work, and to talk about a beer that's being launched in honor of the Pan Mass Challenge. I've got Bill Schufeld from Athletic Brewing on the phone right now. Bill, can you hear me? I can. Thank you so much for having me on. Uh, thank you for joining us. Kind of an interesting, a funny behind-the-scenes story. Uh, it's called Athletic Brewing, and when we called you, you were actually out for a jog. Yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> up here in Vermont, uh, so... 
Thank you very much for having me on, Billy. I really appreciate it. Well, we really appreciate uh, what you're doing. First of all, give me a quick history of Athletic Brewing. It is It operates out of Vermont? So we actually have breweries in Connecticut and San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, I just happened to be up in Vermont today. Um, our whole thing is uh, we make beer for the modern adult. It's mindful, great tasting, real craft beer at a fraction of the calories that just happens to have no alcohol. Uh, so we like to say uh, brew without compromise. You can have all the good things about beer without having to deal with the hangovers and the extra calories. Wow. So none of the beers that you brew have alcohol. Correct. Yep. That's... Yeah. The whole brewery is non-alcoholic and we're the first brewery in the country dedicated entirely to making just a great lineup of non-alcoholic beers. Boy, that's a pretty cool concept. Um, how long? What's your biggest seller right now? So we've got our Run Wild IPA, which is a classic IPA. It's super sessionable, approachable, organic, uses all organic malts, um, and it's just a perfect beer for all occasions. And so that's our definitely our best seller, and it's distributed by Night Shift throughout Massachusetts. Oh, yeah, Night Shift does a great job. Uh, typically, where would people find uh, a lot of your beers, Bill? In this, All in this, Massachusetts. Yeah. Um, so a lot of our, we have great chain partners in Whole Foods, Wegmans, Trader Joe's, uh, we're in Cappies, um, Cambridge Naturals, and a bunch of great stores throughout Mass. And uh, by the way, that would be uh, Wegmans, the official uh, supermarket partner of uh, Dining Playbook on Nesson. Thank you very much. Uh, so we've got similar partners there, Bill. Yeah, Wegmans is incredible. Ah. Um, they've been such good supporters of our of us from when we were a super small company. And speaking of partnerships, uh, this year is not the first year you've partnered up, partnered up with the Pan Mass Challenge, right? Right, yeah. So we teamed up last year to be a non-alcoholic beer supporter of the Pan Mass and serve people frosty beers at the end of a busy day of riding hundreds of miles. And it is such an incredible charity. I mean, if people don't know the backstory, uh, we just did a podcast on our Without po- without Compromise podcast that came out with Billy Starr, the founder yeah, of the Pan Mass. Absolutely. Great guy. Yeah. Yeah. And so he started it 41 years ago. And since then, it's grown to raise over $700 million for the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute, raising over 60 last year. And even despite everything going on in the world this year, they still think they're going to raise over $40 million for cancer this year. That's amazing. Yeah, I was hoping you'd throw out the numbers because that's one of the biggest stories of the Pan Mass Challenge. How much money over the years Billy Starr and his team have uh, managed to raise. And the Pan Mass Challenge is a unique event. I mean, a lot of people who don't know it probably think it's a, a bike race when it's not. It's a ride, right? Yep. Yeah. So this year they've gone totally virtual Mm -hmm. um, with everything going on in the world. And there's so many riders that have been riding for five, 10, 20 years in the pan mass. And it seems like everyone's riding and uh, everyone's stepping up to the plate and raising their part. And yeah, they're zooming past $40 million as we speak raised for cancer this year. Now, how will it work, uh, Bill, virtually for these uh, riders? Uh, Like how will they document their mileage and so forth? Because I think it's supposed to be a certain total of miles or something, right? Correct. Um, Yeah. Normally it's, uh, there are two different routes people can take. Um, it's either from Wellesley to the tip of Provincetown, uh, Wellesley to Bourne, 
or uh, from Boston around to the tip of Provincetown. And um, I mean, it's it's definitely a feat. And so people are going to ride those miles virtually over the same series of days and share their progress. Um, I think it'll be on GPS apps and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I understand, does every rider get a shipment of uh, of beer? Because you are launching a beer in connection with the Pan Mass. I think it's called Closer by the Mile. Yeah, so we made a special beer in collaboration with the Pan Mass. Um, with the challenges this year, we really wanted to try to step up and donate much more than we did last year just to try to help them get to their goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we brewed this New England style. It's so it's called Closer to, Closer by the Mile, which is the tagline of the Pan Mass. And it's a true New England-style IPA. It's hazy. It's a pretty juicy IPA, aggressively hopped for sure, um, but a great summer beer. And we're selling that both online, so all Pan Mass riders got a chance to buy it direct to online. Then we're selling it online to the broader audience. And we're also it's launching in stores this week throughout Massachusetts as well. That's awesome. And uh, all of the proceeds will go to the cause, to Dana-Farber, right? Yep. A hundred percent of proceeds will go go to the cause. So um, our initial goal was $25,000 and it's tracking more towards about 50 right now. That's awesome. And so, yeah, we're really fired up about it. You the know, community's I, been... Uh, Bill, I liken a lot of the Pan Mass riders to marathon runners in terms of this year and the pandemic. I mean, you think about people who trained for months and months uh, to run the marathon, some of them hoping to run their very first marathon. And uh, all of a sudden the pandemic hits and the marathon doesn't happen. And uh, same thing goes with the Pan Mass Challenge. You said it yourself. A lot of the same people do the ride every year. And that takes a certain amount of training. Uh, and yet now here's the pandemic, and, and it's a totally different experience for the riders. Yeah, for sure. And all the charities that these causes benefit, I mean, for everyone running the Boston Marathon, the New York Marathon, so much money is raised for great causes uh, by those efforts. And so we really tried to rally to help some of those causes behind those this year. And um, I think there's so many people out there looking to help in some way in the turmoil going on and uh, we're happy to do our small part and help the community back these great companies and you were saying earlier a lot about the pan mass challenge for the riders is about the experience that it brings because it's a unique situation again it's not a race uh but they ride and they stop at a certain point if you're doing the whole distance don't they is it mass maritime that they stop at and actually spend the night yeah, it's amazing. It's it's a huge festival on the Mass Maritime fields there, right down by the water and the ships, and um, right with the Bourne Bridge in the background. And it's just an incredible day. People are finishing the ride for like 10 hours straight. Everyone's having beers and good food and music, and there are tens of thousands of people. And it's really a special day. And then at the end of the evening, um, Everyone goes onto the ships, and uh, it's almost like a sleepaway camp for adults. Um, yeah. But, yeah, people people shack up on the ships. It's cool. Well, you know what's uh, sad is I, I actually came through the Cape Cod Canal on my boat a few weeks ago, and, you know, you're coming through the canal before you come out the other side. Uh, you know, you go by Mass Maritime. And uh, even the training ship is gone. It wasn't even there. And I'm like, God, that is such a sad sign. Uh because it is such a, a unique school, 
And uh, to think that these people get to spend the night there, and then they get up the next morning, and they get back on their bike, and now they go to all the way to P-Town or something. AJ, it's an incredible event. You know, Jenny Johnson, my partner, has done the Pan Mass at least once, maybe twice. And I'm pretty sure Matt Siegel's wife, Marianne, did it as well. Typically, Bill, what month would the Pan Mass Challenge uh, happen in? So it's always the like the first weekend of August. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, that's when the virtual race will be going off next weekend as well. All right. Uh, we're going to take a break in the show, but we've got a few minutes left to the show, and I want to keep you on the phone uh, because, uh, A, I want you to describe a little bit more detail how it works for these virtual riders and whether or not people can still get on board, and if so, how so. And uh, finally, I want you to talk a little bit more uh, about your beer. I am so uneducated when it comes to the world of craft beer and IPA versus this uh, versus that. So I need an education, too. Is that okay with you, Bill? That sounds great. Thank right. you very much, Bill. Uh, really appreciate the kind words. Ha- hang on. We're going to take a break, and we'll spend more time with Bill out at uh, Athletic Brewing. Stand by. You're listening to Food for Thought, brought to you by The Box Center, the Antidosi Baking Company, Ghibli's Menswear, Salem Waterfront Hotel and Suites, Breakaway, and Rosaria Restaurant. Okay, we're back. It is uh, Food for Thought. We've got Bill Schufelt uh, on the phone from Athletic Brewing. We're talking about the Pan Mass uh, Challenge. And again, when is the virtual Pan Mass happening, Bill? It's next weekend. Okay. So probably a little late if you want to do the entire ride. Uh, but can people still sign up and take part in the Pan Mass Challenge? Yes, I think they can. Actually, they just announced recently that so usually when you ride the Pan Mass in person, they have a minimum charitable commitment that they make you guarantee. Right. And that's raising uh, $5,000. So um, it's usually a huge charitable effort uh, or guarantee for each individual. Right. Um, in order to attract more people this year, they actually dropped the fundraising minimum Good. and just to really generate community enthusiasm. And so it's got a really special grassroots feel this year. And so... Um, applications and signups are really flooding in right now, which is awesome. You know, it's funny, uh, Bill, what may happen is the virtual thing may work out so well that they may decide every year to do two versions of the Pan Mass Challenge, the real ride and the virtual ride. Yeah, it might be a national scaling strategy for them as well, because I know people all over the country would love to get behind supporting cancer. Boy, I think I'm on to something. So where can people reach out, let's say, last minute they do want to jump on board with a virtual ride and raise some money? Um, I think the PanMass website is definitely the best spot to go, and they can point you in the right direction for sure. Okay. Now let's talk more about Athletic Brewing. How long has it been in existence, Bill? Uh, We launched just over two years ago. Okay. Now, were you one of those guys, like in college, that always brought the beer to the party? I would have to say that's accurate. It's, uh, times have certainly changed. You know, with more, the, with, the more they change, the more they stay the same, I guess. Well, it's funny because with the TV show, with Dining Playbook, by the way, that's Saturday mornings at 9 on Nesson, Saturday nights at 9 on Nesson. Through the TV show, uh, we've had the opportunity to meet a lot of uh, the brewers, and uh, I look forward to having athletic brewing on Dining Playbook. Uh, but a lot of the guys I've met over the years, some of them or a lot of them will say, well, it all started with a home brewing kit. And here I am now with a giant brewing company. Was it that that way for you, Bill? For us, it was really so. We loved beer, loved craft beer, and loved all the social occasions and everything about what beer stands for. It means you're with family, with friends. But 
beer fit great in certain nights of the week and then not so much on weeknights or during mm-hmm. the day and all sorts of different occasions. And we really want to make great beer that fits in all elements of our lives. Um, and that drove us nuts to the point that we actually started reading textbooks and tinkering on our own. Um, yeah, I had never homebrewed in my life before we started Athletic Brewing yeah. and just became totally obsessed with it. And um, it's been a true labor of love. Did you have a beer idol growing up? Definitely a few of them. Um, I think I would definitely have to point towards Ken Grossman. It's been a huge inspiration uh, for us on just the community and the quality of beer. Um and me personally, Jim Cook also of Boston Beer. Oh, yeah. Um, just the way I came from a financial background myself and just fell in love with beer. And there was no choice but to do it full time for me. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I came in contact with his story, I was like, this is the exact same path I'm headed down. And so he's been a huge inspiration. He's an awesome guy. Uh, well, Bill, thank you and your team for doing so much for the beer community, and especially thank you thank you for getting involved in the Pan Mass Challenge, and I hope we raise more money than ever before. Thanks, Bill. Thanks so much, Billy. Have a great day. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you. Bye-bye. Hey, we're out of time. Bye. Good show, AJ. That was a good show. A lot of interesting people telling interesting stories, but we got to go. Uh, that's food for thought for this week. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys. Bye-bye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.